Yes, this is Spice Radio 1200 AM. You're tuned into the Morning Buzz with me, Natasha, along with me, Mankiran. What is public opinion? What do people think? How does that impact the decisions they make? Curious about all of, all of it? Well, we have Mario Conseco who shares some insightful uh, inputs into what people think and what Canadians think. And we have him with us on the show today. A very good morning to you, Mario. Good morning. Great to be here with you. It's always so nice to you know hear from you and to hear your insightful research, which you do with research companies. So, um, of course, we're looking at wildfires in BC, in Maui. We're looking at the storm Hillary. We're looking at a sun that turned red on us the other day. And the dark truth of climate change is really staring at us in the face. So, research company has come up with an insightful poll. So, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's a survey we've done every year for the past four years. Uh, trying to figure out the perceptions of Canadians on climate change. And the thing that is quite striking this year is we do have a reduction in the proportion of Canadians who believe that climate change is caused by human activity. When we asked in 2022, it was 69%. Now it's down to 60%. So you could look at it as a bit of a silver lining. We continue to have a majority of Canadians who believe that climate change is something that is caused by us and not by natural changes. But the numbers are down nine points from the last time we asked. So part of what we see is a sense of dejection from Canadians, particularly middle-aged Canadians, uh, who feel like we're sacrificing, we're doing things, and then nothing is changing, and they're still very saddened by everything that is happening around them. So uh, it's the middle-aged Canadian that is sort of losing, uh, in a way, the moral high ground when it comes to climate change. It can get frustrating, right, Mario? I mean, we're doing all that we can. And yet, I, I, it's interesting to know that, you know, we are shifting the blame from humans to... What are we shifting the blame on, really, now, Mario? Well, what we see here is people who look at this as something that we can deal with. I think that is the main message that we get from the survey. Uh, we have a seven-point increase in the number of Canadians who say that climate change is just natural changes. And... What this gives us is a sense that, yes, I know that the situation is getting dire, but because of the way we are structured and our position in the universe, there's really nothing we can do about it. And this is quite a change from what we saw uh, if we go back to service conducted 10, 12 years ago, when you had a very low proportion of Canadians who thought this is caused by natural changes and an even smaller proportion who said, I don't believe climate change is happening at all. So... The fact that we have a little bit of movement in this uh, is is certainly concerning for those who are worried about the environment because it's actually happening with the middle-aged generation. And this is a generation that could grow up to become particularly skeptical and and, uh, have difficulties trying to deal with things related to climate change, such such as our own behavior, you know, things like recycling or, or, or having shorter showers. Of course, I mean, once we kind of take responsibility for it, we then move towards, you know, making changes in our life to make those small little changes, which can probably ease up and not impact the climate in the way it's already impacting, right? Now, uh, when, when you talk about middle-aged uh, folks who are really shifting the blame game, what about the, the younger ones? What, what, what are they saying? Well, I think the younger generation is the one that is clearly showing the way. We continue to see... More Canadians aged 18 to 34 who believe climate change is real, who are also calling for specific measures related to the way in which governments, corporations, and individuals should be dealing with climate change. And I think this is one of the crucial factors here, because this is a generation that has grown up 
with more education related to environmental concerns, certainly more than what we see with the over 55. Right. And it's more likely to be taking action that way, uh, discussing it with their families, making sure that they're doing things that are environmentally friendly. And so it is a bit of a generational war. You know, the, the over 55s are sort of in the middle on this. Some of them might be a little skeptical. Some of them are acting. Uh, some of them actually because they are being, uh, um, they, they are having discussions with their children. Um, but it's the middle-aged generation that has become more skeptical. And young Canadians, anybody under the age of 35, is more likely to be doing something about it and to call for more action from governments, corporations, and individuals. And talking about governments and corporations, I believe uh, political beliefs also kind of define our perceptions. Do you see anything with regard to that with your research? It's really striking because we see people who voted for the New Democratic Party or the Liberal Party in the last federal election are more likely to believe that we could all do something, not just individuals, but also calling on corporations to change certain things that they do and for governments to have stricter regulations. Uh, conservative voters do not believe that this is the case. So you have a lot of people who voted conservative in 2021 uh, who don't think climate change is as urgent and who also believe that we've done enough when it comes to dealing with some of the consequences now and in the future. So there's a clear political divide. And, and a lot of what we see happening politically is a discussion related to the carbon tax. In the case of British Columbia, it's different because we've had that carbon tax uh, way before Justin Trudeau became prime minister. So it's not that that uh, type of lightning rod, if you will, for the conservative voter to be more supportive of what Pierre Polyever might want to do. Um, but it has an effect on other parts of the country. And, and I think this is something that the conservatives are going to focus on if they can zero in on that middle-aged voter who is disenchanted with the way other things are going, particularly housing and health care, and who believe that um, no, we have done enough to deal with climate change and it's time to uh, have different policies in place. Absolutely. Now, what about the East Coast and the West Coast? How are we faring? Well, this is quite striking as well, because what we have is a higher level of concern in Atlantic Canada and in Quebec when it comes to climate change. And this is very different from what we experienced maybe 10, 12 years ago when British Columbia was alone as the most environmentally friendly province in the country, our numbers used to be five, ten points higher than the rest of the country when it came to recycling, when it came to um, being concerned about climate change or looking at the environment as the number one issue facing the country. Uh, now we've been supplanted by Quebec. Uh, Quebecers are more likely to be looking at this very seriously. And the numbers in Atlantic Canada, I think, really danced a lot this year because they experienced forest fires of a massive magnitude for the first time in decades. So they're still trying to come to grips with the situation that they faced a couple of months ago, which is very similar to the one we are facing right now in BC. But for them, it was a new experience, and I think it opened their eyes at the seriousness of the situation. Wow. Now, Mario, who do you think Canadians think should be taking accountability and taking action to curb the impact of climate change? So who are they placing this responsibility on? Well, what we see here is a sense from Canadians that this is something that can be sold by others. And, and what I mean by this is corporations can be the ones who establish different guidelines for packaging, for instance, or to try to reduce the use of plastics, or to try to do something that is more envi environmentally friendly. Um, governments as well. I think part of what we see here is people who become very upset when the government implements something such as the plastic ban, and then they have this you know, committees that are traveling around the world 
in planes. And, and it's difficult for many Canadians to try to square that circle. You know, you are telling me to make sacrifices and to do things differently. You want me to use uh, paper-based uh, straws when I want to have a drink. But then you're traveling around the world with all of these people and, and essentially becoming more of a polluter yourself. So I think part of what happens here is a sense of dismay because of the way in which uh, the situation has been explained to them. Uh, the, the fact that there are certain things that you shouldn't be doing, but the government might be doing. And that, that lack of parity is what's making Canadians very upset. So it, I think it starts with the government as far as uh, being very clear in explaining what kinds of sacrifices they are doing for the environment before they ask us to do ours. And it's also, you know, our responsibility to do our bit. So you did mention the generational uh, war, if you may call it, between how we perceive climate change and who is responsible for it. So do you think there's a change in behaviors in, uh, you know, making positive changes when you talk about, say, the younger generation having a conversation with the older one and trying to make that change? Yeah, we do see that uh, even though it is at a lower level than we had back in 2022, uh, when it comes to Canadians who have kids talking to their kids and becoming more environmentally friendly because they spoke to them. We have about a third who say that they're trying to do things differently, maybe recycling more, maybe taking shorter showers, maybe eating less red meat. Uh, it's not as high as it was a year ago. And I think part of what we see here is the level of activism really was high one, one year ago. Lots of discussions, lots of things that were happening. We weren't having the same type of anxiety when it came to inflation and other expenditures. And I think that is part of the reason for this to be where it is. If we go back to the moment when Canadians were more concerned about the environment than ever, it's 2007, right before the global financial crisis. So once we face challenges in our daily lives, we start to worry less and less about environmental concerns. And I think this is what is happening here. People who are worried about health care, housing particularly in B.C., and also economy and jobs. Uh, you're not thinking about climate change as the thing that is going to define what you want to do, which was very different back in 2007 because everybody was riding high. Right. This is very insightful, Mario. And as always, you bring us, you know, kind of a, a mirror into the souls of Canadians, into how they think as well. We really appreciate all the good work that you and Research Company does. We thank you for your time as well this morning. My pleasure. Anytime. And if our listeners want to find out more about the study, where can they go, Mario? They can go to researchgo.ca. We have the data tables with everything you need to know, age, gender, region, and political allegiance. Wonderful. You have a beautiful day, Mario. Thank you. You too.